This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated for mature audiences and may contain adult language, adult situations, and frank safety discussions. The names and certain details have been changed to protect the safe and the unsafe. But believe me, every item in here is true. Stay on Safety Works with Jim Polzel. Don't let people make your decisions for you. Let me start out by saying, I'm not an attorney and I'm not offering legal help or human resources advice. But this really needs to be a topic of discussion in your organization. I ran into a problem at the beginning of my career on a project where we had an environmental management company who had an overbearing and micromanager type of, and I'll use air quotes, safety professional. This is one of those people that you always butt heads with. Every day, it seems like there is a power struggle going on. Usually, we were on the same page, but there were a few times he would not budge and undermine everything that we were trying to do, especially in meetings in front of my client and the workforce I was in charge of managing. In today's world of email, voicemail, and text messaging, this would have been handled really differently and really quickly. We would have had everything in an email chain and would have been put to bed early. But in the 1990s, that wasn't going to happen. I did what I thought was a professional thing, which was speak to him in private and ask him not to deliberately undermine me. We're not talking about inadvertent things that happen in life where you may say something out of place and accidentally undermine someone. That happens, but this was something way beyond that. When this didn't work, though, and he kept on undermining us, I followed it up the line management, you know, to the client, to my supervisor, and everyone said, well, just deal with it, and they blew me off. One day, this person made a decision that was totally wrong, and he took people out of respiratory protection, and the air monitoring results that we were coming up with were four times the permissible exposure limit. I put everyone back in the appropriate protection, and work proceeded. You see, when I heard about this, of course, he was nowhere to be found. Later that day, I was in a meeting with him, and he started to harangue me in a meeting over respiratory protection. And I asked him why he took people out of respirators when they were way over the PEL. He then started to argue. Then I asked him if he actually had the authority to make that decision, since his company and him, nobody from his organization, were on any paperwork, and he actually wasn't the employer of anybody. I told him that it's the employer's responsibility, and me by proxy, to protect the employees, and it was wrong of him to insert himself into any decision, especially things dealing with respirators, since this time he was wrong. He wanted to, all of a sudden, cut the meeting short. I told him that this conversation would happen in front of the workforce, since he started it in front of the workforce, and he harangued me in front of them. I pointed out that he had little or no liability in this situation and that his wrong decisions were putting people at risk and I would not let him do that any longer. You see, the lesson here is this. If someone has no liability, they have no skin in the game, you don't let them make the decisions. So here's some other learnings from this situation. Number one, don't argue in public, especially when you're wrong or there's some debate that maybe you're wrong. Do it in private or in a small meeting. Publicly haranguing people is not a good idea. 
an appropriate way of handling this would have been for him to ask the question, saying, hey, how come we're wearing these respirators? Rather than just say, well, you're wrong and I'm working at this point. Right? I don't let people make decisions like that unless it's an ideal age, immediately dangerous life and health situation. Number three, always document this behavior. If something cannot be proven beyond all doubt, especially if you're a safety professional, don't expect any kind of resolution in your favor. We are safety professionals, not production people. We're seen as a drag on the organization, and this also leads to a lack of credibility. Number four, remain calm. Be nice and calm like I always say, right? Always be less confrontational. The minute you lose control, you lost the argument with these folks, and it will tend to get the other person aggravated if you don't get upset, as it did in this situation. Which, if they get upset, then guess what? They look bad, you don't look bad. Stick to your position, number five. Stick to your position, have a backbone. Even if it does not turn out in your favor, you at least show you have a backbone and are looking after uh, your people's interests, no, and your client and your organization's best interest. If you can show a logical and reasonable course of action, people have a tendency, even difficult people, to respect you, even if that situation does not turn out in your favor. They might not agree with you, and you know what, you need to get over that. So uh, how did this resolve? The next week, there was a huge meeting and the bosses and I had a conversation on the incident. I told them what happened and my attempts to resolve this. And I had it in my nice handy logbook. We don't have logbooks so much nowadays. We use apps and emails. Guess what happened? Everyone ended up agreeing with me. They even got a good laugh out of the situation. He ended up moving on after this and no one has seen and heard from him in years. We don't know whatever happened. As a matter of fact, his boss ended up hiring me, and I still got work from that company over 25 years later. So, what's the purpose of all these discussions we had here on Safety Wars last couple of episodes? Right? It's to show that you're not alone in this fight. You're not alone in this safety. This type of stuff is common. We see it all the time as safety professionals. This is the way I handled it, and it turned out in my favor. I've had similar situations, and they haven't turned out in my favor, but guess what? I don't care. But when things turn out in your favor, it's a great thing. Sharing knowledge and showing people that they are not alone, and in these situations, is how we're going to win the Safety War. For Safety Wars, this is Jim Olson. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.